this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. Um, we are still doing 1984 by George Orwell. This... Uh, this one is about chapter three, part four. Recap for chapter three is pretty much O'Brien sitting Winston down and just telling him the real motives of the party and how fucked up they really are. And it pretty much is power, power, power. And that no matter what, the party will always prevail. The party will always win. And there's nothing that Winston can do about it. Sorry, dude. And the party is immortal. And that's it. So, moving forward now, Winston is much better nowadays. He is growing fatter and stronger every day. And he got a pillow, a mattress, a stool to sit on, a bed. They gave him a bath. They allowed him to wash himself pretty frequently. Gave him warm water to wash with. They pulled out his teeth and gave him dentures. Gave him three meals a day. Even gave him damn cigarettes. Like... Why would they be this nice to him? What, like, what is the purpose? That's exactly what I was thinking, especially when they described giving him dentures. Because why are you going to give somebody a new set of teeth knowing you're just going to shoot him in the head? Exactly. And he got soothing ointment for his varicose ulcer that has been bothering him since, like, the first chapter, the first page of the book. Um, it doesn't make sense unless they really are trying to get him to love Big Brother. So they're like, oh, so he can be like, oh, Big Brother does care for me, does love me, does does want the best for me. When O'Brien's already said that Big Brother doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, no. So, Big Brother really doesn't. And why they're doing this to him, I think, to me, it's almost like another form of torture. Like, we're going to make you think that we're going to let you live, but... In reality, he's never going to live. They, and they've said that, though. Like they, I, I know but they've like, said that, False but hope, maybe? Yeah, like, false so hope. So weird. So then he was having, like, all these happy dreams, and his dreams were super coherent because of the bright-ass light, he says, which I thought was cute. He's like, I can now sleep in this bright-ass light, and my dreams are coherent. And it's like, oh, yeah, because it's not dark in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> And they're having happy dreams. He's dreamed about the golden country with his mother. That cunt Julia and fucking O'Brien. Like, seriously, why are you dreaming about Julia and O'Brien? Especially O'Brien and being happy about it, too. Because O'Brien is, is essentially brainwashing him. It's like, um, is it Munch- not Munchausen? Um, what is it called? Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then he's, like, he's not bored, but he has no desire for conversation. He just, like, lays in bed all day, and he's, like, totally happy to be alone, not to be beaten or questioned, to have enough to eat, and to be clean all over was completely satisfying. So they have literally put his life down to uh, that of a one-day-old baby. It's like his basic needs are getting met, so he's happy now. And he's not being beat. He just wants to be, like, ignored, pretty much. Just leave him alone. Oh, but they did give him a pencil tied to a piece of string so he is able to write. Yes, but he didn't want to write at first. Yeah. He was kind of concerned. I um, mean, it just gives him something to do mentally. Yeah, like, but he was like, outlet. I'm good for now. Yeah. And then he they were trying to do, like, um, he's trying to, like, exercise just by, like, walking. And he found out, like, how weak he, like, still really is. And he even, um, 
he's finally figuring out that he was stupid to go against the party. The shallowness of his attempt to set himself up against the power of the party. He knew he knew now that for seven years the thought police had watched him like a beetle under a magnifying glass. And I'm just going back to what we've been saying. Seven fucking years. Why? Like, it just, it doesn't, I, I can't wrap my head around it. And the party knew everything for seven years, like everything, and even showed him pictures of him and Julia. So, like, totally, like, been following. Stalker vibes. Yeah. And then, what, and then, and then he's like, Winston is completely fucking brainwashed now. He says, besides, the party was in the right. It must be so. How could the immortal collective brain be mistaken? By what external standard could you check its judgments? Sanity was statistical. It was merely a question of learning to think as they thought. Mm. And Mm -hmm. then he proceeds to write down freedom is slavery. Two and two make five. And then he had this thought in his head. And then he wrote God is power. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. That's not right for, like, what... Well, they're not even allowed to say God, Yeah, right? God isn't even allowed, yeah. Yeah, because Because remember, that one guy got yeah. in trouble with the poem when he rhymed with God and he got vaporized. So, it's... I'm just like, dude, he's gonna get so fucked up. But he is still brainwashed. He still is, because he is accepting everything. The past was alterable. The past never had been altered. Oceania was at war with East Asia. He's, like, saying everything. So, the gaslighting worked. He has been brainwashed. He's completely brainwashed, other than, like, it's still, like, coming through. Seeps of it. Just little bits. Here and there. there's still part of him that are still there. Mm -hmm. His true self is still there, but he is... The brainwashed part of him is taking over at this point, but he's still there a little bit. Like, yeah, it's like now it's like 90% is brainwashed, 10% is still there. And then I love this analogy that George Orwell uh, put. He said, in comparison analogy for, like, the party and Winston, he said it was like swimming against a current that swept you backwards, however hard you struggled, and then suddenly deciding to turn around and just go with the current instead of opposing it. Yeah, that made me think of salmon in Seattle. I used to live in Seattle, and the salmon would would run like a uh, opposite of the current. Uh-huh. And it was like a big deal when the salmon would be like running, and everybody would go down and like yeah. would watch it, and they would always go opposite and not go anywhere at all. No, That's... they would get going. They would go. Oh, but really? It was opposite. Oh, how funny! Yeah, they're strong salmon. That's crazy. Because that's generally how I swim. Like, what, it would be, like, as if I was going opposite of the water, except there is no water movement, and I'm just not moving anywhere. <laughs> I feel like that's how I swim. I just try not to drown. <laughs> well, I've almost drowned three times, so I'm not one to even... I, really, I'm probably not, shouldn't even go in the water. No, I, I, don't, I don't like that shit. And mm-hmm. we, like, yeah, especially from... Living so close to the beach. Fuck that. <laughs> Anyways, um... So, yeah, nothing had changed except his own attitude. And that's it. Like, attitude is, like, what, 99% of the fucking mm-hmm. effort or work or something? There's some some quote like that. And... Yeah, but he says that anything could be true. The so-called laws of nature were nonsense. The laws of gravity were nonsense. 
if I wished O'Brien had said I could have float off this floor like a soap bubble, Winston worked it out. If he thinks he floats off the floor, and I simultaneously think I see him do it, then the thing happens. So, it's I guess just, it doesn't it's a really happen. We imagine it, it's a hallucination. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you both. And I'm telling you, that's a schizophrenic thing is to hallucinate shit like that. I mean, I'm sure there's. Yeah, it probably is, but I'm, I, I'm sure there could be other mental reasons why you would have hallucinations. I think it's because his brain is fried. Yeah. That he's having. He well, yeah, could for have him, but O'Brien is just fucking. But do you think O'Brien's brain has been fried, too? No, I think he is the psychotic lunatic one that is orchestrating this whole fucking thing. I don't think his brain has been fried at all. I think that his brain was born that way. He was born this way. He was born to be a psychopath. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Um, Just like now, like, people have bipolar disease and, you know, all these things like anxiety and depression. And I'm not saying schizophrenia is bad or... I'm not trying to say any of that, but um, people are born that way. It's it's not something that, like, it can be triggered later on, but it's just how your brain is hardwired. And if you don't get help and you don't seek help for it, then it just gets worse. And, yeah. And I do go to, like, I, I'm, I have anxiety and stuff, and I do go to a therapist, so I'm not, like, trying to badmouth. Like, if you need help and you're schizophrenic or whatever, you should definitely go get help. But that's the difference between... But we're talking about Good a fictional character. As opposed to a fictional character in a book. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything bad about schizophrenia people or anybody with mental illnesses. Um, go get help. You can call the 1-800-NATIONAL-DEPRESSION hotline at 1-800-SOMETHING. I'm not sure. Well, now we should actually post what the number is. Since I know. You're since making I'm, like, numbers. saying it. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's one... It was, what is it? one help or something i have no idea you Thankfully, don't know i've never had to call the line but um yeah mental health uh, is a is a mental health awareness is a huge thing that everyone should take care of themselves not just physically but emotionally mentally the whole package we need to take care of our whole body from top to bottom so you can dial nine eight 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 is the new National Mental Health Hotline. So if you're having any issues, you need to call 9888 in, within United States. How many eights was that? Two eights. It's like 911, but it's 988. Oh, 988. Just 988, like 411211. Oh. That's easy to remember. Yeah, 988. So um, if you do, you can also call um, 1 800 2255. And that's for a substance, mental health, and substance abuse. So, um, we're not trying to say anything mean about that or anything. I just want to make that very clear because we are kind of joking about it with this fictional character. But we're but talking about O'Brien, not the general no, real people in the world. and O'Brien is obviously <laughs> not medicated. <laughs> he is not. He does not see a problem in. Or his he needs to get his medications changed, fixed. Yes. So, <laughs> I just wanted to say that because we were kind of, and in the last episode too, we're like, he's schizophrenic. He's crazy. He's like, you know. But that's not. Yeah. We're just speculating what the character. Yeah, I just wanted to could be. make sure that I'm not offending anyone. I'm, I really don't mean to, and I just want to make sure of that. So, anyways, moving forward. Um. 
so he, he keeps having these thoughts where, like, he, he'll start thinking, like I said, 90% of him is, like, brainwashed. 10% isn't about, you know, just guesstimating. Um, and so that 10%, every time it creeps in, he, that is called, he needs to, like, do a crime stop, which means that he stops those intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to stop that, he, he set to work to exercise himself in crime stop. And he pre- presented himself with propositions such as the party says the earth is flat. The party says that that ice is heavier than water. And two and two make five. And he kept trying to just say these things over and over again to train his mind in Crime Stop to stop before he thought something bad. Which. Yeah, because yeah. he's trying. Yeah. Thought something sane. Redirect his thoughts. Yes, that's a good word. Redirect. So, um, he, he just, he remembers that everything depends on yourself. O'Brien had told him that and he doesn't know when he's going to be shot. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Then he's just kind of like really, in my opinion, like when I read it, he was like obsessing on when he's going to be shot and how he's going to get shot. At that point, I would just want to, he thinks it's going to be behind the back. Yeah, he says it might be 10 minutes or 10 years. They might keep him for years in solitary confinement. They might send him to a labor camp. They might release him for a while, as they sometimes did. But do they release him? I don't think they release them. I think that's wishful thinking on his end. That He yeah. needs to crime stop that thought. Yeah, I don't remember people actually being released, but... Um, yeah, so he's just kind of uh, obsessing on what and how. Hyper-focusing. Yeah, hyper-focusing. Exactly. Yes. Um, then he has this wonderful dream, and he starts to shout out, Julia, 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 my love, Julia. And it, like, it wakes him up. And I'm like, dude, he totally fucked himself. Right? Yeah, because. In now his- he's doing a thought crime yeah in his dream he wasn't in the ministry of love anymore he was in the golden country or yeah he was in the golden country yeah and, and then obviously julia came to mind mm-hmm. and that's and then know. he's thinking that she's still alive and that she needs his help so i wonder if he's gonna try to go find her later on in the book I feel like that he was having, like, a moment of, like, anxiety in his dream, like, what happened to Julia, because he still doesn't really know what happened to Julia. I yeah. mean, he ha- we all have our, our suspicions, like, she's basically going through a similar experience that he's having, but he doesn't concretely know, like, yes, she's going through this also. Yeah. So, in the back of his mind, because he does love her, he is gonna, that little part of him is gonna come out. And he is going to want to know. And he's really not even supposed to think about her. Yeah. But yeah. he can't help it. No. And that's what's fucked up about this whole book and this whole, like, thought crime is that you just thinking about something that's not right can get you in trouble. And it's how can you control your thoughts to that extent while you're dreaming your subconscious? How do you control your subconscious? They And, like, how are they going to have neurologists and all this stuff? To stop orgasms and stop all this shit when you can't have science anymore. I didn't even think about that until right now. Because science won't exist. But they'll still have their... They have to have something, Scientists within the party. But the general... 
population won't have access to scientific data or research. I think that's what it is. They're yeah. not going to stop, but they're not going to let the people know anything. They're going to yeah, keep they're the gonna people keep it all dumbed down and like, stupid. Completely in out the of the loop and in the dark, yes, of yeah. what they are doing. That makes sense. So he hears the boots come and he's like, fuck, it's going to start all over again. Here we go. Because that means that he has to start back at square one if he is having intrusive thoughts. Right? Well, yeah, because it's like you're not, you're not, you're not thinking the way the party wants you to think. You're not thinking the collective thought of the party. Yeah. You have your own thoughts. You're not allowed to have your own thoughts, no. opinions. He must not only think right, he must feel right and dream right. All the while, he must keep his hatred locked up inside of him like a ball of matter, which was part of himself and yet unconnected with the rest of him, kind of, a kind of cyst, which is kind of what, so he's pretty much going back to how he was when we first met him in, on, in the first page of the book. Maybe it's because he's getting his strength back and he has his teeth and he's seeing himself in the mirror and now he can write, so it's sparking that that humanity part of him where he's like no this isn't right and things are coming up again yeah maybe maybe that is what it is i don't know that's so, the only thing i can think of yeah so then he's thinking like what what's his true feelings for big brother and it's obviously just hatred um and so they come up and o'brien says get up come here and um he says that you've th you've had thoughts of deceiving me that was stupid. Stand up straighter. Look at me in the face. You and then he's all he's he's all okay. You are improving intellectually. There is very little wrong with you. It is only emotionally that you have failed to make progress. Tell me, Winston, and remember, no lies. You know that I am always able to detect a lie. Tell me, what are your true feelings towards Big Brother? I hate him. You hate him. Good. Then the time has come for you to take the last step. You must love Big Brother. It is not enough to obey him. You must love him. He then released Winston with a little push towards the guards. Room 101. Room 101. See, I misspoke. He went back to torture. Wow. No, no, no. I thought, oh. Yeah, room 101. He's going back to start all over again. I thought I misspoke because I was like, maybe he wasn't in room 101 when they were electroshocking his no, brain. No, I think he's going right back to there. He was in the, he was in a state of like comfort for a little bit, not comfort, but like sustainability. And now he's going back to torture. I don't think he's going to get out of this one alive. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out for him. So that is the end of chapter three, part four. And I can't wait to find out what happens with Winston next. And we're almost done with this book. We have about 20 pages left and I cannot fucking believe it. I know. It's, it's, it's like been such bittersweet. A, yeah. Like it's been such a big part of our life since February and it is now at the end of August. Yeah. And or mid August. And it's like. It's been six months that we've been reading this book. I've never read a book for six months, and we've been, like, dissecting it and just, like... I just really we have, hope... We have references when me and Heather are out in public. Like, we're, oh, well, something yeah. will happen, and we'll be like, oh, Winston, ha, oh, oh, Julia, ha, oh, no, two okay. plus two is five. We what should... did we say the other day? Yesterday, we were somewhere, we were driving down the road, 
and I think you and Brad was in the car with us, and yeah. we were, like, making references to 1984, and he's just, like, he had no idea what we're talking about. Or we'll just randomly, I'll just be, like, I'll look at you, and I'll be, like, 1984. Yeah. And you'll be, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, That's we both it. saw that. Yep. There it is. <laughs> for sure. There's Big Brother. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, so I can't wait to see the movie and stuff. And it's I just so really fun. hope in the last 20 pages we get some conclusion on Julia. I which was hoping I you wouldn't say that. You and Winston both are obsessed with Julia. Fuck that bitch. Well, I hope that we find out that she burned in hell. The thing with Julia is she's, she's been a such a big part of Winston's life throughout this book that if I don't know that she was tortured and killed, I'm not going to be happy. I want to know what happened to his mom and his little sister. Oh, yeah. I guess that's more important. For me, I mean, obviously you want Julia, but for me, that's what's more important. I think they probably went to a work camp, the mom, and the, the sister probably went to an orphanage. I don't know. That's my guess. I, I want to... I don't know. I still think That's it'd be, my guess. I still think it would be hilarious if Julia ended up being his little sister. That is so, like, not right. I think that would be hilarious. A great twist on how fucked up 1984 well, is. Well, if we're talking about modern day society, it probably would line up... Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, All right, well, there is that, and we will see you next Monday for the next part, Chapter 3, Part 5 of 1984 by George Orwell. And if you haven't, start from the beginning, and you don't even have to read the book. Just listen to the podcast, because we do go over it in detail. Part by part. Page by page. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and follow us. We're Conspiracies Unlocked on all social media platforms. And email us all your thoughts at conspiraciesunlocked at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.